Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all Depends on what's in it for them They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash They lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash Succeed or fail, it adds to the tale Dungeons and debacles starts now Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin Going around the table, Blake Hey, I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Dragonborn Eldritch Knight slash Wizard. And Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the Human Rogue. And John. Hello. I'm playing Lunadas, Elven Monk. Likes his coffee, likes he likes his women. Hot, sweet, and communist. Wait. Yeah, that communist coffee, that's a great blend. And Shane. That's me playing Alexander the Human Bard. And Anna. Hi, I'm gonna play Vicola the Drow Paladin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Name's Anna. That's <laughs> an awkward introduction this time. I don't know what came over me. Alright, so last time on Dungeons and Buckles podcast, uh, after defeating the Roper in the Pond up by the Face Shrine, you decided to make your way backtracking uh, towards the Fey Gate, uh, you entered the ruins of this one Fey village, um, where you encountered a couple of uh, Will-O-Wisps, similar to the ones that you met on the way in. You decided to take a southeast route out of here, trying to find another way to the Fey Gate and across this chasm without having to go back through the Sprite Village, um, which they were not too happy with you the last time you came through. On your way out of here, you're making your way through these uh, this uh, dead and desiccated land with all these dead trees and and scrub brushes and, and no grass where you were uh, attacked by some uh, face spiders. You were able to dispatch those uh, fairly easily and now you find yourselves still out in this uh, desiccated part of... Uh, woods outside of this town so what are we doing next yes yep. we already harvested yep. the spiders and whatnot unless you guys want to search them for treasure i don't think spiders really have treasure i already got some poison from them i don't have anything to do with them okay so uh we're going to continue on to the southeast here let me move you over to the Feywild map or south southeast to half south looks like you are moving out of these. Uh, can you everybody see where I'm pinging right now? There's a little horse and carriage icon now. What a time to be alive. I know. I know, right? It's a cart, not a carriage. I'm not bougie. I mean, it, it'll turn back once Ben Knight hits, but. All right, so uh, you were making your way out of the ruined village, which is up here at number eight. Um, you were attacked by the spiders over here in this. Uh, uh, dead forest and now you are making your way further south um, you are now seeing some life coming back to the environment here um, you're seeing grasses um, you're seeing these tall um, pine trees 
um, as you make your way um, through this path. Um, you are currently where you see the carriage now. And um, let's reveal a little bit more of the map. Mm. I have to say our horse looks like a chicken nuggets from afar. Chicken nugget dragging a cart. <laughs> mm. So um, Don't you insult Buttercup like that. I apologize. It's out of line. <laughs> um, so as you're you're making your way um, through this path, and the path here is widened out um, a bit. Um, it's about 25 foot um, across here from either side, from tree to tree. Um, you're going to travel for maybe about an hour, an hour and a half. Um, everybody give me a perception check. Oh, I'm going to rock this shit. If you're not going to 20, my day is ruined. Yeah, that's how it goes. 14. Fucking disappointment. <laughs> 10. Everything is going <laughs> super slow on my end. Yeah, it's going slow on my end as well. Mm -hmm. Everything's slow for me today. And I'm so used to like the new sheets in Nordanville. I forgot where the stuff is here. Hold on. Has everybody rolled? It just hasn't showed up on my chat yet. I just rolled because my character sheet just showed up. Me and Luna rolled. I just got Juliet's roll. And Vic's roll Six. just showed up. Six. My character's felt too busy doing like... Um... We appear to have lost Hannah. Oh yeah, she said she's gonna be right back in a few minutes uh, taking some stuff for her arm. Mm. Okay. Um, so we'll say Alexander Do you and... want me to roll for her? Uh, no, it's it's fine. Uh, Alexander okay. and uh, Luno, um, since uh, you have a passive perception of 16, Luno, um, you are going to see over to your right side as you travel. Um, you know, you're moving through these woods and you're keeping an eye out for any sort of movement uh, or anything going on, you know, a creature or vine because... Um, so far, it's been pretty dangerous through the Feywild. <laughs> and uh, over on your right side, about five feet up on one of the branches, you are going to see um, what appears to be a red ribbon uh, that is tied to one of the uh, branches here. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Luna. Are, yes, uh, I see it. are red ribbons like common in the Feywild? Or is this just like a prize-winning tree? I personally don't know, Kevin. Um, no. Not that you know No. Of. I think this is a special tree. You know, I, I don't think... the marked for cutting down. Maybe. Um, I don't think the trees like us either way. Uh, I would like... I vote to ignore the tree. Maybe somebody put it there to, you know, raise awareness for fates. <laughs> no, I'm I'm no expert on um, you know Feywild traditions, but red is normally a warning color or a horny color. I think that's orange. Or how about we? How about we have uh, Talia Scatterhead to see if there's anything crazy going on, like uh, rabbit trees. What? Uh, so what you're saying is I shouldn't steal the ribbon. You can do what you want. 
If you want to steal the ribbon, that's all you. And I mean, um, who's going to stop you? The trees? Potentially. No, I'll scout ahead. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll be all sneaky and, and scout ahead. Uh, okay, are you getting off your horse? Yes, because horses are not sneaky. This they is true. Be. That's why we I asked. All right, uh, so give me a stealth check. 17. Uh, all right, um, so what are you doing? I'm just going to scout down the trail and keep an eye out for anything uh, suspicious. Also, I'd like to point out that that 17 was a three on the roll. I love these boots. <laughs> Holy shit. God damn it. All right. Um, so how far ahead are you going? Is the rest of the party waiting for her to come back? Or are you just yep. scouting ahead? I thought we would continue and then Tali would scout ahead to let us know if there was anything coming. I feel like staying here any longer than we have to is a bad idea. That's true. Okay. So we'll say... Uh, um, Talia, you're going to get maybe like 100 feet ahead of them or, or so while they follow behind you slowly since you're on foot. And, uh, yeah, that's, that seems doing, ideal. Doing the Skyrim crouch. Oh, yeah. 100% going Skyrim Rogue right now. Oh, uh, your knees are going to explode. <laughs> right. All right. So, um, you scout ahead about, um, 100 feet and, uh, give me a perception check. 19. Okay. Um, so you travel for probably about an hour or so and um, you're getting bored and you look behind you and you can, you know, barely see like uh, the rest of your party. Um, you're not able to uh, hear them. Um, but after about an hour, hour and a half after you're, you're traveling down this path, trying to be sneaky, sticking to the woods, you are going to see some movement over to the right side of this trail. I'm going to, I am going to, to investigate further because that's a great idea. And that's what they do in the horror movies. And that never goes badly. So give me another stealth check. Also, I forgot I'm supposed to be having advantage on all these stealth checks. So that's a 21, and the last one would have been a 28. Like it matters. Right. <laughs> I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna make them. I guess it's just fun to roll. I mean, what if I fail? Like that would be a 15. That could fail something. Maybe, <laughs> but not this. Um, so you make your way um, carefully towards where you saw this movement and um, you see over here in the woods um, it appears to be three young elven women who are crouched and huddled as if they heard something and they are looking um, back up the trail where you came from but they don't appear to notice you Okay, I'm going to try to get back to the group and tell them about the, the three women. Uh, give me another self-check. 21. All right. Um, so you carefully make your way uh, through the woods here, avoiding the trail. And after maybe 10 minutes, you're able to make it back to the rest of the group. 
I will let them know that, like, hey, I saw, like, a bunch of, uh, a couple of elven women uh, huddled together looking up the trail as if, uh, like, it, I don't know, it, it, they looked like they heard something, and I'm not sure if it was us or something worse. Um, you would also Is know, there... you would also know that they ah. looked fairly young for elves, and they were dressed in, like, dresses. They didn't look like they were you know, dressed for, you know, adventuring or to be out here, you know, on the trail. I'll, I'll relay that to you. I'll say, like, they, they didn't look like they belonged here. They looked like they belonged to, like, a tea party or something. Wait. Are they racist? What? <laughs> oh, different tea parties. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you implying there's something more dangerous here than us? I mean that rabbit yeah that rabbit was pretty nasty I don't know it's dead we're alive fair either way they they were looking up this way and I'm not sure if it was at us or something else out of place in the fey wild um could they be some sort of temptresses of some kind um Kevin would I have seen if they looked like temptresses or if they looked like just regular girls that were scared um they didn't look like temptresses to you i mean they looked like they were you know from what you could see as as far as way as you were um their clothing appeared to be kind of like ragged and maybe torn in some places um they looked um dirty and gaunt like they hadn't eaten I'll, I'll let them know, like, yeah, they, they didn't... They looked like they've been out here for a while and were not prepared to be out here. I don't think they look like temptresses to me. Were they high elves? Wood elves? Dark elves? Slutty elves? I'm... I'm just gonna look at Lunadas and say, uh... Talia's a little racist, so they all, all the elves look the, uh, the same to her. <laughs> I've had very little interaction other than killing them to know what the difference between either uh, all of them. Other than like, I guess dark elves would be pretty obvious because they, I don't know. Because they're dark, dark. sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> but like high elves are, le are they taller? I don't know how ta how the elves work in in D and D because it always feels like elves should be like really tall because like I'm a Tolkien fan so. You can think of high elves as like Tolkien-esque elves. They have the generally blonde hair, blue eyes, very light-skinned, and wood elves okay, are kind so of. Okay, so I have, they would be tan, darker hair, right? Like a like the wood elves in Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. Okay, would I know the difference, Kevin? <laughs> uh, give me a... Well, you did interact with both Wood Elves and High Elves recently. That's true. I would, I would say you would notice that they had their hair was on the, the, the browner side and their skin was a little darker. So you would probably will, think these were Wood Elves. I will, I'll, I'll say then that they're Wood Elves. Probably. Are we even interested in some random Wardolf woman? Well, if they're scared of something, they might be scared of something in particular. Maybe we should, you know, question them about that. 
Lunadas, I don't want to see any wandering eyes. Well, <laughs> uh, eyes can't wander. They're sort of like stuck, aren't they? I mean, unless you hit somebody really hard, then they pop out. <laughs> There's a point to be made here. In any case, uh, hey, Luno, do you think you could go talk to him real quick before they encounter a huge uh, party of horses and stuff? And maybe try and figure out what's going on? Sure. I figured they trust an elf over uh, a hash, a bag of people like us. Indeed. People like us. We are a very big assortment. Human, not two humans, dragonborn, drow, a wood elf, and Abbott. Wait, wait, what's wrong with Abbott? (laughs) Well, why would he be traveling with people like us? It's suspicious. He's obviously a strong battlehound. He's going to be one day a strong battlehound. No, she said bottlehound. That's what I'm going with. A bottlehound, yeah. <laughs> you have bottle of spiders, and like my mother said, always pretend to be what you eventually want to be. Is that Even like dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have? Exactly. <laughs> so young Vic was walking around as a three-year-old in full plate armor? No, she actually wanted to be a spider. She was wearing <laughs> spider parts. I like it. <laughs> it's like asking a three-year-old, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you're like, a dinosaur. Spider princess. <laughs> <laughs> she has to take the teeth of spiders um, and just like, rip them off and just like poke people with them. And she didn't realize they had venom in them. It was quite an awkward conversation later on. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird note to get from, you know, your teacher to your mom. All right, so uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Luno is going to go hop down up. off the wagon and traipse down the path toward the scared girls. I mean, literally, he's going to, like, skip along. Okay. Like, he has not a care in the world. So, uh, tell you... The well, joys of low charisma... Uh, so Talia will give you some sort of idea like where she saw um, the girls oh I was going to say I'll I'll go with them okay you know just in case he looked less creepy that way and Uh, I put a picture of young Vic (laughs) oh wait (laughs) yes that is precisely what I imagined exactly exactly all right, um, so you make your way down um, through this path and you come to the spot where um, you saw those girls earlier. You, you you make your way over there and you're able to see probably about uh, 20 feet back and off the path into the woods here. Um, the three of them huddled together and they're staring out and it's pretty obvious that they, they heard uh, you come down the trail and they see you, um, but they're not making any light moves. They're still trying to hide. I do. I know where they are. Yeah, you can Let's see. see. Like um, okay. with your passive perception of sixteen, you have no <laughs> trouble at all uh, seeing them. You see everything. <clears throat> 
So yeah, they're about 20 feet um, out of the woods and all three of them are staring at you, but they're like hiding behind this bush and they think they're hidden. Um, I am going to wave, grin really big and say hi. And or intimidation. <laughs> and uh, there's no response. I'm going to skip over to them. If there are any wildflowers, I'm going to pick them along the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, as uh, you start moving off the trail here towards them, um, you see them stand up, and um, two of them are hiding behind this uh, this uh, this tall. Um, as you can see now, uh, it's a taller uh, wood elf woman. She's got um, dark hair, almost black. She's wearing this uh, dark brown dress and cloak that you can see now is very dirty and uh, ragged with like holes and tears in her clothing. And she's got uh, in her hand out in front of her a dagger, um, but you can see her hand shaking. And she's going to say to you, Stay away! Leave us alone and be on your way! We don't have nothing of value for you! We don't even have food and water! Oh, that's a shame. Talia's going to pull out... Yeah, Talia's going to pull out a flask of water and say, Would you like some water? And, uh... She doesn't make a move toward uh, it, but there is one of the uh, elven girls here who appears smaller. She's wearing this forest green cloak and gray dress. Starts to make a, a move with like her hands out to get to the water. And the girl in front of her with a dagger um, holds out her hand like, you know, uh, like when you're driving in your car and you're, you're small and your mom hits the brakes really hard and sticks her hand out <laughs> to like protect you to uh, move mm-hmm. her to move her back and she says stay back chastity this could be a trick talia will take a drink of water from the from her flask and say it's no trick it's just water here and and offer it again and uh the other girl on the the other side of her um she's wearing like this dark red uh dress and cloak uh the cloak's actually gray and um she says to the girl holding the knife, she says, uh, they, they, they could help us. Maybe they got some food. It looks like I got water. I haven't drank in over a day. Come on, Stacy. It might not be so bad. There's good people out there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so... Uh, and who says, yeah, we've got lots of food. Like dried fish and and oatmeal and the uh, the one with the the knife like lowers it slightly and says what do you what do you want from us nothing nothing you yeah, were hiding were you hiding from us or something else I, everything there's been the travelers through here that tried to they capture us they were, we we met this this troll out in the woods here and it, it chased us for probably about a day and a half before we could get away. Seems like everything out in these woods is trying to kill you. Oh, that's a shame. But yeah, we haven't really had that much trouble. Things have been leaving us alone for the most part. We've got some <laughs> friends back at our wagon. Well, you, 
You're 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 lucky then. You said you ain't you ain't met no trouble. We've had trouble, just nothing we couldn't handle. Did did you happen to see a see a tall wood elf come through here? He was he was wearing leather armor and had a had a dark gray cloak, had dark brown hair. No. No. Just a bunny. And uh, you and, say that, and, some and pixies. all all three of them look at each other with this this sad look. So and he uh, was a friend of yours, I take it. He 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 was our brother. We've been looking for him. What was his name? Jessup. He came out here for his his dull hood ritual, probably about three months ago, and he never came back. And so we decided to come look for him. Father didn't want us to come, but. We couldn't just leave him out here in case he was hurt or maybe sick. Real quick, Kevin, is did we ever get the name of the mage whose stuff we got from the pond? Uh, yeah, I think his name was Roderick. Oh, okay. Okay, so not not the same. Okay, cool. Not the same person. You kind of get the feeling from the corpses that you found. That there's probably a lot of half elves that uh, are uh, <laughs> what else they come up here and what don't else? come back. So uh, the 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 one that was in the, uh, the dark green dress is 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 going to look to you, Talia, and says, "Can I have some of that water, please?" Talia will hand over the skein and say, "Drink as much as you like. We have more back at the cart." So uh, she takes it and just turns this thing like upends it, and it's just drinking as hard as she can um, but is careful enough to save some for uh, her sisters here and you can looking at them now um, you can tell that there is pretty close resemblance or resemblance between the three of them and uh, she's going to hand the, the, the water over to her other two sisters and uh, they drain it and the, the one out in front who has the knife says uh you, you said you have food back, back back with your friends? Oh, yeah. Lots of food. Yeah. We always travel well-stocked. Come on. And and Talia's going to head back to the cart. Okay. I imagine her, you know, just sort of this way. Like she's Come trying on. to usher Abbott along. <laughs> um, so they wait for you to get back out on the trail, and they're falling behind you slowly. Um, you notice that... Uh, the one out in front, they called Stacy, um, doesn't put her dagger. I'd like to meet their mom. <laughs> um, so uh, she she doesn't put her dagger away, but she doesn't have it like out in front of her, ready to stab somebody anymore. She kind of has it to her, her uh, side as they follow uh, the two of you back to the rest of your party. So we'll say after maybe 10 minutes or so, uh, you make it back to the camp and uh, you two walk up to the rest of your party and they're still kind of standoffish. They're probably about 30 feet back from you as they're uh, trying to size up uh, the rest of everybody uh, here. And then you're going to see two of them start uh, whisk, like looking at the party and one of them's eyes kind of goes wide and they start whispering to each other. Is it possible for me to have been sleeping on Abbott for a short rest or something? Um, sure. <laughs> Give me an animal handling check to see if uh, Abbott tolerates it. Yes. 
This is what animal handling checks were made for. Exactly. Feasting dogs is pillows. Um, he seems to tolerate it. Does this give me, um, uh, like a small short rest, please? Um, I'll, I'll say that everybody gets short rest as they, you know, traveled after this battle. Oh, thank goodness, because I am, like, all out. <laughs> oh, is everybody rolling hit die? Yep. I am. Did anybody get to... hurt? I was at 50 from before. Uh, Luno, I think you were the one that got hurt the worst when you took that, uh, spider thing to the thigh and got poisoned. Mm, that's right. Uh, let me, I think I can use Song to Rest here. Who's rolling a D4 plus 4, Vic? Yeah, I was trying to fix the, uh, hit dice. I don't know why it still does that. Did not work. Yeah, I'm gonna use Song of Rest, so everybody please roll an extra 1D6 of hit points. I think between Vic's lay on hands and my wholeness of body, I was up to full health-ish? Maybe. Uh, Vic, you're rolling D6s. You should be your paladin. You roll D10s. Yeah, I was. My brain completely went back for a second. I was. I was trying to roll um the D6 for the Song of Rest. Oh, uh, okay. And I don't know if anybody else has noticed, but if you go on the left hand side on the little toolbar, you can just mouse over a little D20, and it'll give you options of what you went wrong. Yeah, but that's lame. Reasonable. I can't fight you. Should be maxed out. Huh? All right, does everybody get their uh, hit die roll? Yep. I think I'm fine for now. Okay. Thank goodness, Abeth is so fluffy. So, uh, Stacy's gonna say, so you said you had food, mister? Talking to you, Luna. I'll hop up in the cart and grab, well, I'll show them the lots of food we have. Dried fish, and oatmeal. Don't think we have anything fancy. Probably the only thing you could eat on without preparation would be the fish. Okay. So uh, you offer them the the fish, and they walk up to it slowly, and they're looking around to the to the rest of the party, um, you know, make sure that they're not going to be attacked. And you see Stacy take that dagger and kind of put it through her belt and uh, tears into one of these uh, like fish and takes a bite and then takes another bite and then she nods to the her sisters to let them know that it's okay to eat and they take some fish and they start eating too Alunidas, who are our guests? They're girls who were looking for their brother Jessup He didn't come back from his manhood thing How long have they been here? Long enough to be hungry. And uh, they hear this, and the the one called Chasty, with a, kind of a mouthful of fish, says, I, "Well, I guess we've been here. I don't know about about a month and a half. We've been we've been following Jessup's trail, and food ran out. I don't know about four weeks ago, and we just been scavenging what we could find and foraging stuff here, killing rabbits if." we can trap him, but it's been pretty lame. May I roll an inside check? Uh, absolutely. Meanwhile, can I be like, can I be 15. like, uh, can I be like, um, 
I better nobody's touching my fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, 15, what are you trying to gather? Uh, and if they're speaking truthfully or not. Okay. Um, as far as you can tell, I mean, they seem to be on the level. Reasonable enough. And are they speaking common, or are they just speaking elvish? Uh, they're speaking common. You think probably because of all the, the mixed races here. So, uh, are you guys trying to help them look for their brother? Or are we going on our way? Oh, I don't know. We don't really have time for this. And, uh, the one, uh, that, uh, Luna, you heard, um, was called Prudence, and she says, well, are, are you headed to the southeast that's the way we were going following his his trail you see he's been he's been putting these you know ribbons in the trees those red ribbons we used to do those as kids all the time when we were out in the woods so we could find our way back have we saw two or three up the the path there to the the north and through the trees here have have you seen any yeah we saw one on our way down if he went north then probably did no, we, we think he's been going to the southeast. Oh. In that case, he might not be dead. I would think he got lost. Uh, I guess you're, these guys are welcome to hop along with us as long as it's uh, on our way. What do you think, Juliet? I suppose so. But um, we'll have to have a discussion about leaving the Feywild. Yeah, that's what we're planning on doing now. We're, we're done with our you know, little quest here. Uh, you say quest, uh, and uh, one of the, the girls is going to speak up and says, What, what are you all doing out here? Our, uh, our guy Luno's here for his coming-of-age ceremony. He's been gone for a hot minute, so he missed it at the appropriate time. Oh, well, l- l- that's a shame. Yeah, is, but we sorted it out on our way back. Is, is, is Oh, you've already been? We thought the temple was down here to the southeast. Well, we had business a temple. Say again? We found a temple up north. Don't know about it to the southeast. There might be another temple to the southeast. I don't know too much about the Feywild. Uh, we, we don't either. We just, we just been following his trail. We, I guess we figured he, he knew where he was going, but if you said you came up from the north from another temple, maybe he was just going the wrong way and got lost. Hey, Kevin. Uh-huh. Uh, would we know about how long the Feygate has been locked to outsiders? Uh, you, from what you gather, it's probably been locked for probably anywhere from two and a half to three months. And they've been in here for a month and a half, so how did they get in? Yep. Ooh. Time's wonky. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. You could ask I'm gonna them. Ask them yeah, I'm going to ask them where they came in at. Stacy's going to speak up with a mouthful of fish to say, well, through the Feygate, of course. But Probably been, been a about a month and a half ago. Or was what it a month? What season did you leave in? Talia's. Um, she's going to say, I, I guess it was about late fall. And what season was it now? It's late fall. So the, either, either they've been here a year, or they're lying. Or they could have come in around the same time. You know, time's Or working. there's another Feygate. That's what I was thinking, another fake-gate. That would be the only reason we even come this way, because it's not going to help us get across. Like, look where we are compared to where the fake-gate was. I just wanted to avoid the Pixie Village again, because 
we promised we wouldn't be back through, and I do not feel like killing a bunch of pixies. Uh, do you say that out loud? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's a personal insight of mine, not Talia's. I apologize. Um, so Talia's yeah, going Talia's to say... Yeah, Talia's all for killing pixies. Uh, right? <laughs> she wants those skills. Lots of Absolutely. Skills. Tiny. I could make a necklace. It's like Maybe little baby bird skulls. All right. Uh, so Talia's going to say, what fake, how many fake eats are there? Like, going to ask the group and the people that they just met in general, like, how many fake eats are there? Uh, I, I don't know. I guess there could be multiple ones, but the only ones we know about is, you know, the, the one that we came through, and that was at the bottom of that waterfall. I'm assuming that's how you got through. Did you cross the bridge and go through the, the Sprite Village? Mm-hmm. What was um, the way you took to get here? What well, did you see on the way? We we got up to the Sprite Village and we talked to what was it, what was his name? Uh, King was it King Sparkles? And and one of them was like, yeah, I think it was King Sparkles. Teddy Sprinkles. King Teddy Teddy Sprinkles. I so, said, yeah, we we talked to him and he said that uh, he saw Jessup and. And Jessup, instead of going up through the trail, he just he went through the woods. So we we just went through the woods there to the to the west or to the east rather. How did you cross the ravine? Yeah, uh, we just passed the bunny. We just well, the bunny was super nice. We just went up to it and you know gave it some clover and we we had some apples in our packing and, and gave a little bit of apple and it was real nice. And it was just some. We figured out there was some uh, some shiny rocks, and we just put them in that pedestal. And there was this rainbow bridge, and we across chasm, and uh, it was just no problem at all. What did the stone on the way there say? Something about, if I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chastity, that uh, it said something about the beware the the guardian of the gate, but we didn't see no guardian. We was so real scared you, too. We thought it might have been a, a monster or something, but we didn't see it. Hmm. Can I run an inside check on that? Yeah. She'd be hiding things, guys. She'd be sneaky. One second. Inside. I have jack shit. I got a five. Um. Yeah, she's kind of hard to read. I mean, she seems like. She's haggard and, and hungry, and I mean, for the the most part, I guess she, she's telling the truth. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, to be fair, it might actually just respond to our alignment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll what was out- I was Tal- going to ask, what was outside of the gate when you came in? Uh, outside of the the Fey Gate. Yeah. O- on which side? Uh, the not Fey Wild side. Um, I mean, just the waterfall. No camp, no soldiers, nothing? Soldiers? Why would they be soldiers? No reason. Are you sure you've only been here a month and a half? Uh, I I guess. I mean, I I hear times wonky in the the Feywild, but, I mean, it it seems about right to us. I mean, the sun doesn't really set or rise that we've seen, but I I guess we've slept that many times, so... I hadn't really been making count, but I mean that seems right to me. How about you, Prudence? Does that sound right? The wood elves. Say again. What about the war between the high elves and the wood elves? 
war. I, I hadn't heard about no war between High Elves and, and Wood Elves. You might have been in here a lot longer than a month and a half. Uh, maybe maybe your day or two or maybe even a week, but that's, that's about how long it seems. But, yeah. I, I, so you say they're at war? Over what? Yeah, I... It's a long story, Talia says, kind of hiding one boot behind the other. Yeah, um, we can. High elves are sons of bitches. That's all it really comes down to. Yeah, besides that point, I think we can figure this out while we're going down the road. Uh, I think we're going the same direction. Everyone uh, good with that? Yes. Yep. Yep. Let's fall as along. As long as they don't eat my fish. The, <laughs> the bard moving it along. All right. So, uh, Stace is going to say, uh, do, do you mind if we we ride in the cart? We've been walking so long, and it'd be nice to just get off get off our feet for a while. Is that is that okay, mister? Sure. Oh, that's fine. Talia's going to pull out her hoard of blankets that she totally has but never talks about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's in my inventory. Um, and, like, make a pallet for them that they can lay on. Okay, so they uh, get up in the back of the cart and like they all three kind of huddle together and um, you know, y- you start moving and after a while the, the motion of the cart starts uh, rocking them to sleep and uh, you can see them like trying to stay awake because they're not totally comfortable with the environment um, but after maybe 30 minutes or so you look over and notice and all three of them are asleep. By the way, um is our wagon covered or is it open? It's, uh, open. it's open. Open. Okay. So, hmm. okay, never mind. Okay, thank you. Okay. Um, so you travel for probably about another hour and a half, and uh, Luna, with your passive of 16, you're going to notice a, another one of uh, these red ribbons in the, uh, the bow of a tree. I'll point it out to the group. There's another of those ribbons. Whether we're on the way out of the Feywild, I don't know, but we seem to be following Jessup's trail. Yeah, so what do we plan on doing once we get to this temple? I don't know. We could loot it. It might have a path going back to the entrance. That? But I don't really trust these ladies. I think they're lying. Um, Then why did you feed them? (laughs) Now they owe us. That's That's how things work. So after about a, another hour and a half after that, you're going to see another one of those red ribbons in a tree. And then you're going to see the, the path is going to slope to the south and then start moving to the southwest. I'd say we follow the path. And uh, about another 45 minutes after that, you are going to come to a clearing in this path in what appears to be a cave. The number 11 on it looks like. Yep, 11. Um, is, is the cave um, dark? Um, well, I mean, everything is kind of like twilight, or not twilight, but dusk here perpetually. Um, uh, uh, give me a... my question better. As a drow, do I see further in the cave to indicate anything that might be useful for me to know? Uh, well, hold on just a second. Let's move over to this other map. All right. You curve here to 
the the trail curves from the the southeast to the south to the southwest and then it starts curving up to the north and probably this looks like maybe 150 feet away you see this cave entrance uh, through this uh, the path through these trees uh, Luna, you're also going to notice that there is another red ribbon down here on one of the trees as the, the path curves towards the north. Um, Vic, give me a perception check. I was going to ask about ribbons, but to beat me to it. I thought see jack shit. Yeah, you, you can see the, the mouth of this, this cave, but you're kind of too far away to see anything inside of it. With my eyes. So, are you guys stopping or moving towards it, or what are you doing? Can I uh, sense evil? Like, sense um, if I feel any demons, or... Uh, I think you'd be overwhelmed by all the evil in the party. And Shane's <laughs> dead. No, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's different. She, she detects supernatural evil. Um, I think that's, <laughs> what, undead, uh, celestial, and... Fiend... Yeah. Fiend. Um, exactly. So, and that's a channel divinity. I. Uh, it's equal to my charisma plus modifier, like one plus modifier. I don't think it's channel divinity. Okay, it's just a, an ability. Yep. Not a spell. Just a feature. Okay. If I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Um. So you reach out with your your feelings, like you're trying to fill the force. And uh, you are not sensing any face or any um, fiend, celestial, or undead within sixty feet. I turn to, yeah, I turn to Luna Das, and I'm like, you know, I can sense what you're thinking about these women, right? <laughs> that we shouldn't trust them. Uh huh. All right. <laughs> Gonna turn to uh, Juliet. What's she talking about? You know damn well what she's talking about. <laughs> that they're not trustworthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that they aren't the ones I don't trust. You don't trust Vic? What? Never mind, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you stopped uh, the party at this point, or are you still moving forward? I think we're still moving forward. Yeah. We have no reason to stop. Um, so as you curve around, you are not seeing any path that goes anywhere else other than straight towards this cave mouth. Oh man, I love dungeon crawlings. Hold up, hold up. Stop the wagon. So uh, stop the wagon. What's up? Um, the motion this... of the wagon stopping uh, wakes the uh, three sisters up. And they say, why, why, does... why are we stopping? Shut up, you. Um, oh. I'm sorry. Why... You should be. Um, <laughs> why does it She's seem... a mean dragon lady. And the other sister's like, I know. She's a lizard. <laughs> Vic, I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> why does this sound like a fairy tale? Like we're being led by three innocent people into a forest to some cave that probably contains a monster. It's obviously not a temple. There's no path to the west. I, I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know. We are walking into a trap. Obviously. Illusionist, you were the one who trusted them. I didn't trust them. I just brought them back to the wagon so we could talk to them. 
hey, wait a minute. You're the one that found us. Because they're like, they're sitting like not like more than three feet away from a Lunados, and they're hearing this entire <laughs> conversation. And uh, you see them uh, climbing out of the cart, and they're whispering to each other. Anyway, their Jessup guy is probably dead in that cave. We can leave them here if you want. We can. We we're headed to the gate. We. You don't know he's dead. No, but you know, odds are. Anyway, there are more ribbons leading us here. And this is where the path ends. You say you saw more ribbons? Mm-hmm. Well, he could be in that cave. Yep. Anyway, let's You know what else could gate. be in that cave? What? A dragon. Treasure. Money. <laughs> weapons. Armor. Glory. Let's go. And Talia's gonna, like, <laughs> start getting her stuff ready to go into the cave. And, uh... I follow the kid. And the uh, the sisters are going to say into the cave then. Yeah, the the sisters are going to say, "Well, we didn't come this far to turn back now. I mean, the the path leads here, so well, we're going to go check it out, whether you come or not." Like I'm with Tyler, like all of the like on the way there, like come on then, start moving. Okay, I guess we're going spelunking. By the way, just uh, for clarification. Um, Vic is very excited about it. It's been a while since she's been in the cave. That's where she feels going. <laughs> so good. He noticed these girls do not have elven names. Cannot trust them. It's wood elf names. Those ain't wood elf names. Those are those are hag names. Those are evangelical oh. names. Those are white girl names. Is what those are. Bunch of Beckys and Karens and Stacys. You know that religion, Stacy's. <laughs> so, uh, and so is Jesus. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So the uh, the three are going to come up to the to mouth of this cave, and the Stacy's going to poke her head in. You see her stare for about a amount of minute or so, and you hear her say to Chassie, she says, "I think I see some light in there, like there's a fire or something." And uh, she's going to pull her dagger back out of. Uh, out of her belt sheath, and then she's gonna walk in the cave. Talia's gonna pull her her throwing daggers out, kind of twirl them around in her hand, and say, "All right, let's do this." And uh, you're gonna see Chastity go over and uh, pick a a limb off the ground, because um, you're noticing that she's not armed at all, and she's gonna pick a limb up off the ground and start tearing some branches off of it, and <laughs> like it's a staff. And, when uh, you said limb, I was very confused. Same, yeah. <laughs> um, you know how in Breath of the Wild you can just pick up the bones of your enemies and use them as weapons? Yeah. <laughs> She's doing that. <laughs> or like um, that really awesome computer role-playing game, Torment, Planescape Torment, where the uh, nameless one can use the arm of one of his previous incarnations as a club. Oh, I do remember that. I was going to say, you can't pick them off any enemy. I have no idea what game you're talking about. <laughs> Good game. Should play. Excellent game. Probably a bit above my age. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you guys entering the cave? I'm I in am. last. <laughs> yeah, I'm in front, Julia. Okay. Uh, put yourself on the map, and what's the uh, marching order here? Um, it's kind of cramped because the girls are all, like, right there. They're definitely in front of us. Yeah, yeah so I follow the girls in. 
order was Talia. Okay, here, here's my assumed daughter Talia, based on how Vic. enthusiastic we are. Yeah, Talia, Vic, Talia, Leno, come here. Alexander, Juliet. Don't forget Nifron. Nifron no, does things. Oh, we don't need Nifron. Ni- Nifron is the, the least enthusiastic about anything. I'm guessing he'd be last. Nifron's going to say, well, I could stay outside if you wish. No, Nifron, no, no. join us. It's fun with you. You kill things and I enjoy watching. That sounded creepy. Let's ignore <laughs> what I just said. And Talia's going to, like, just completely blush and, and be embarrassed by what she just said. He gives you a little side eye, and then he's going to take his, his hand and reach out and pat you on the head. Yes, that is Talia's goal, to gain the the uh, affection of uh, the two evilest characters in our party. It's great, and uh, it's looking like it's going to happen. I'm excited. Wait, we are calling evil. All of us. All of us. <laughs> not not via my perspective. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ludo's not evil from his perspective either, but that's neither here nor there. All right. So um, you follow these th- uh, three sisters in, and you walk probably about 15 to 20 feet down kind of this, this slope into the cave. Um, it's kind of dark for a little bit and you're you're hearing your your feet splash through some mud where it seems like some runoff from some rain has come down into this cave uh but after you know these this 20 feet you're going to see this glow from uh this low burning fire in the middle of this room and you look around and it is um kind of an, an it's a natural like formation in this cave the walls are probably about uh, 15 to 20 feet high, and they slope up um, to its uh, greatest height at probably about 30 feet in the center of this, uh, this dome-like cave. Um, you look around, and you are going to see uh, what appears to be like a cart um, that is really old and in disrepair. Um, over here to your west, you're going to see some barrels and crates. Um, you're going to see um, some cots over here in the north. Um, appears to be some sort of like a, like table up here to the uh, the northeast um, that appears to have some like uh, butchering implements on it and some uh, jars and vials. And then over here to the east you're going to see a pile of uh, what appears to be stripped uh, bodies um, that have been stripped of all their meat corpses, they're evil, I attack it's a troll hold on John they're innocent elven women they're just walking into a cave searching for their brother (laughs) are you saying this out loud? yes what are you talking about? It is rather suspicious, ladies. Drop the knife. <laughs> and Stacy's going to drop the knife and say, "What's going on?" There. So, so you're saying the fact that there are three of you, you led us straight to a cave where there are three cots and dismembered bodies with a butchery table, isn't suspicious in the slightest. Prudence is going to speak up, say. We, we didn't lead you anywhere. We've been asleep in the cart. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. 
First of all, this is just like home. Second, this looks more like a beast cave than anything. Beasts don't have cots. Anyway, I mean, three cots, three women, intelligent they're evil. I say we kill them. Let's kill, see kill what they have us. to say. And you're going to see they're going to start backing away from you as you say that. And they're uh, huddling up and Stacy's going to get out in front and she's got her hands out in, in front of the other two sisters to uh, protect them from you. What do you think? Are they Lamia vampires? Vampires? What the fuck is Lamia? I don't know, but I hear they're evil. Like you obviously are. What? Mister, I don't know where you're coming up with these ideas. Three women, three cots. Can't be a coincidence. I don't trust it. Hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and um, try and grab one of them and put my sword to her um, throat to see their reaction. Okay, uh, which one are you uh, trying to grab? Stacy, the one that's a bit more um, courageous, I guess. Okay. Grappling mechanics. Uh, Yeah, give me (laughs) an athletics check. Luckily, that's something I should be good at. That's a nine, though, because, uh, you know. <laughs> okay, um, so you go to grab Stacy, and we'll, we'll say that uh, you're over here, and um, she is going to, like, dodge out of the way as you uh, try to gro- grab a hold of her wrist, and then she's going to grab a hold of you and try to use your momentum and throw you to the floor. Elvin Judo, see? Liars can't trust them. I'm just <laughs> slow when I eat too much fish. Uh, give me a uh, athletics check. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, she rolled a fourteen, so um, she tries to uh, to roll you to the ground and is uh, un- unsuccessful. And you're going to see uh, Chastity and and Prudence move over here, and they're going to uh, try to grab a hold of you. Can I try to use my aura to frighten them? All three of them? Uh, you can try it. Alright, um... It's gonna be... Ah, oh, goddammit, I forgot the, uh... I think it's a wisdom check. I had this written. I'm opening up Xanathar's right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, always, I I had it written down for usage. So I'm not sure if your aura frightens things. I think it just locks things down when they are frightened. It's a aura of conquest, if I recall correctly. It's gonna give you, um, like, the make the creature frightened of me, plus it reduces its speed to zero. Mm-hmm. But you have to frighten it somehow before it'll do that. Unfortunately, my internet is super slow right now, and this is a PDF, so it's taking forever. Oh boy, what did I do? Hold on one second. Okay. Ta- uh, Oath of Conquest. Uh, con- fucking plane. Yeah, sorry. Alright, it's mostly gone. Uh, Channel Divinity Conquering Presence. Exactly. You can use your Channel Divinity to exude a terrifying presence. As an action, you force each creature of your choice that can see you within 30 feet to make a wisdom saving throw. That includes the party. On a failed save, a creature becomes frightened of you for one minute. The frightened creature can repeat this saving throw at the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. Can However, use how many Thank uses you. of... Oh, okay. I think it's on... Um, oh, it's a channel. I can use... 
Yeah, yeah. So it's a one channel, channel divinity for the range, I think. And then the aura of conquest stacks on top of that. If a creature is frightened of her, their uh, speed is reduced to zero within ten feet. Exactly. We all Thank get you. advantage on it. I think Why it's creatures that choose. It? No, yeah, it's like... creatures who can see you. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it is. No, it is yeah. creatures of your choice. It is creatures oh, of your see? choice. I'm thinking of the long death monk. They have the exact same ability, except you can't choose the targets. See, I'm cool. <laughs> you just, you just, <laughs> you just like, um, you know me after I'm drunk, so you're not afraid. So. <laughs> okay, so they need to make a wisdom saving throw. Yes, exactly. They think I think need to uh, get past my spell save DC, which I think is eleven. Really? Only oh eight plus actually eight plus eleven plus your charisma mod, or eight plus no, it's eight plus, eight plus yeah eight plus proficiency plus charisma, which means eleven plus whatever your charisma bonus is. It it doesn't matter. They all saved. It's a natural seventeen oh. and nineteen and an eighteen. Holy shit! Those guys are courageous. Well, and they're like cursing for their blood, I guess. That's just the straight See, rolls. Obviously, supernatural. Can't trust them. Finally loaded the page from the Xanthar's thing. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, uh... Like, is everybody else just watching me? <laughs> so you uh, channel this divinity, and you're expecting some sort of reaction from these uh, young girls, and, you know, they kind of give you this weird look for a second, but it appears to have no effect. Awkward. Yep, when you try to do an anime moment, it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah, and you tried chest. to grab one, she tried to throw you, you just sort of fumble around, and then you go, push! And you that was really awkward. For uh, me. Chastity and Prudence are going to try to grab your arms. Uh, that is a. Give me an athletics check. By the way, Vic will remember this. you not doing anything, guys. <laughs> hey, don't look at me. I warned you guys. End up in the That's past. That's uh, so. 21. All right, 21. they had a 15 and a 17, so they're pretty unsuccessful in uh, trying to, to grab a hold of you. And you hear Stacy go, everybody just stop for a second. Calm down. Oh, well, I already felt my um, divine channeling, so I'm kind of feeling awkward. <laughs> Gonna stay there for a second. You're probably just nervous. It happens to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Luna, don't the you first have like, time some convictions to fight for? Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily include killing random people. You're the one so, that said that they were monsters. I said they're probably yeah. monsters. I don't trust them. We so why should we? Them, I think. <laughs> monsters, you're the monsters. You're no different than anybody out there out there in them woods. You you you, you give us help. Demonstrably and false. We are not pixies. Well, you, different from we, those. you pretend to give us health, you, and then you, you wait till we get to this cave, and then you attack us. Uh, can point. I see if there's anything outside of the cave? Um, you when you walked in, um, well, just give me a uh, uh, well, retcon a perception check. Just give me a perception check. No, I mean like right now. Can I can I hear anything? Oh, uh, well, give me a perception check. Seventeen. Uh, no, with uh, all the, the yelling and commotion going on in here, you don't hear anything outside. Talia's going to, to look at them and say, look, I would love to believe you because I've been, you know, hungry, cold, not eaten in weeks, not 
drank anything in days. I've been there. And so I would love, I would love to believe you. But you have to see what we're seeing. Three of you. Tell us about a path of ribbons that lead us to a cave where there are three cots and butchered bodies. It's suspicious. And we are suspicious. That's why we're alive still. Chastity is going to look at you and then she's going to look at Prudence and says, Are you bald of this yet? Yes, I quite. told you, told Stacey you, told said. you. <laughs> you didn't tell us. You're the one who brought them here. Can I, can I, can I try to divine, divine channel again on the way? <laughs> As I hear this, like turn my anime moment again. <laughs> Go Super Saiyan. And uh, as you, she says that the uh, appearance of uh, these three young elven women um, are going to fade away. And before you, you are going to see in these tattered rags, uh, these three old looking women with uh, greenish gray skin with uh, sores and boils all over them. And these, this black stringing hair with like leaves and twigs in it. And these like abnormally long, like gangly arms with these like almost hook claws at the end of each one of their fingers um, appears before you. And I think that's probably a good place to end the episode. So I'd just like to know in the Twitch chat, I, I called this an hour ago. <laughs> that they yeah, were yeah. Oh, totally yeah. did. It was great. Man, Where would you have gotten that something. idea? Three women who are also sisters in tattered robes. Come on. Come on. Come on. I was I was kind of hoping for like a Baba Yaga or something like that, but we could There's probably still make a her. deal with them. These are obviously the Hecate sisters. We'll yeah. give them Luno in the exchange for Path to the Feygate. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling size favor, give us a five star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. Welcome to the Conley Inn and Stables. Located in the most exciting part of Conley, we're a short carriage ride from the city's most popular attractions. Whether you're looking for music or a play, nightlife or high-class shopping, we're located near it all. Our palatial suites can accommodate any discerning traveler, and our service is legendary. We also offer amenities such as an indoor heated pool, a spa, fitness center, laundry, and 24-hour room service. Are you a traveler with business with the council? Ask for our special business rate. Make sure to sign up for our Gold Club and get exclusive access to our finest rooms and the 10th stay is free. We also honor Triple B Travelers Club membership discounts. Carnley Inn and Stables, we're at the center of it all. The session has given me a one-shot idea, which I think is completely artistic.
Um, so it's gonna it would be a one shot of yeah, uh, wrestlers, artistic right? that just happens to have naked women. We know. Oh, not quite. So everybody's wrestlers and everybody's a berserker, right? But like a barbarian. Oh yeah. And so their war cry, yeah, like woo, like a Ric Flair woo, and that's how <laughs> Kelly start to go into a rampage. <laughs> and it's all just grapple mechanics at all times. Yeah. Special. Uh, I want to channel divinity for the people's elbow. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> That's oh, a wrestling man. move, like, right? And wasn't that, that a thing? I think I saw that on a t-shirt or something. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Did you ever see a random match where they're like, oh, yeah. And like, then everybody was scared. That's pretty much that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last time I watched a wrestling match, I must have been like 10 years old. And I was like, you know what? This is kind of dumb. This is like a male soap opera. <laughs> that's but, no, I think that's what your dad called it. Because I don't think a 10-year-old has ever called anything a male soap opera. I would have been the, the a male stories because, you know, you know, your experience is grandma stories. Grandma stories are on. It's <laughs> 1 o'clock. I, I had a friend who was absolutely obsessed with with wrestling as a kid, and she believed that it was real because um, she was a child, and you know, childishness. Um, but like, I didn't because I spent my childhood watching like educational TV, like a complete dweeb. Um, the point being that every time we would watch it, because she would make me watch it, and she was one of my best friends, I would I would tell her, you know, she would be like, "Oh, why are you doing that?" And I'd be like, "Because it's in the script." Because they that's, <laughs> that's how they practice. <laughs> You're ruining yeah, my but, immersion. But but you know, like the fights aren't real, but the dreams are. So she did stop <laughs> making me watch wrestling, which was fantastic. So there's that. Oh Lord, my my ex sort of was like how like I kept totally on sending my mom snub slings, and she stopped sending me stuff on Facebook. I like it. <laughs> Probably not because uh, she's not still seeing that stuff. She's just not sending it to you anymore. <laughs> mm, pretty much. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining us uh, this Sunday and uh, uh, spending some time with us. Uh, we'll hope to see you uh, again next week. Um, so, yeah. Until then. Oh, uh, Kevin. Yes. Were we going to do an after show on my channel about uh, Dungeon Master player characters? Or that was sure. that next week? We could do that. Sure. I know, Anna, you have to go, but... Yeah, Anna, at some point we'll figure out a day that you can do this and uh, join us and a time where it's not like super late at night for you. Oh man, I have so many stories about D&D, be it like <laughs> clients, um, experiences I had, like oh man, the stuff I've been asked to do, like the clients I had on Discord Live, I'm not going to disclose any names, but... Was nudity involved? Trust me. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh Maybe really? <laughs> Yikes! I am so sorry ever, that you had to deal with that. Did you ever play those games Artistic. where you could create your character and you could like increase the boob set and stuff? Uh huh. So oh, ima imagine you are the slider. Oh. And you have the guy. And you do that. Ouch. See, what is that game called? The, the game with all the porno stuff and the rape. I there was an no RPG idea. that had that as a mechanic. Eek. Um, there's so many of them, though. 
I like basically just an online game or it. single. No, it was a single. It was a tabletop game, I think. A tabletop game that I haven't heard yet. Yikes! Wait, was it like something about Vikings? No, I think so. It was just a really stupid game. It's super creepy. It was an yeah RPG game where you know you would have stats for sexual stuff and included rapeability. You didn't know. That's like the staple of like Japan RPGs, right? <laughs> like I have so many friends in the industry who like does do hentai. Like that's like the bulk of their like um, orders is like games that have like great mechanics in them. It's ridiculous, but they yes. make so much money out of that. Yep, I know. Gross. Like it includes bestiality, tentacles, everything you don't even want to imagine. All right, on that, note, <laughs> <laughs> on, oh. on that note. On that I yeah. told you, I told you. <laughs> we'll cut that in post. Um, <laughs> now, what do you mean? We're adding that in post. So, <laughs> so uh, just going to be a loop of it? I'd like oh, a fatal. break between, between doing this and, and my stream, but uh, uh, I yeah. think like 4 o'clock. Uh, that sounds sure. good to me. Uh, so we'll say goodbye to everybody out there in Twitch land and see you next week. See Adios. you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The music you heard on this episode was Shadowlands 1, Horizon, Intrepid, and Dark Standoff by Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.